welcome to the Feel Good Movement. We are your hosts, Craig and Bill Condi, and we've joined forces in this epic podcast to bring you weekly insights and conversations to help you create epic change and growth in your life. This is a passion project being brought to life by our combined goal of delivering everything you need to feel empowered, educated, and inspired to transform and up-level your life. We will also be bringing you interviews with some of the most interesting and successful people we meet along the way. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And remember to share what you learn and inspire others to lead a fulfilling lifestyle in order to create a feel-good movement. All right. Hey, guys. So... Where would a podcast called The Feel Good Movement be without a discussion on happiness? Um, so yeah, today we just want to talk to you guys about happiness, what it means to you, why it's good for you, and um, how to create it, and um, give you a few principles um, to take away with you today. Um, so yeah, first we just wanted to speak about, you know, happiness is something that is your responsibility at the end of the day. and you know, we're affected by so much of the world around us that um, creates these ebbs and flows within our lifestyle. It uh, makes us meander in and out of happiness. Um, but at the end of the day, it's a choice to be happy. And um, there's certain actions that you can take towards making sure that you can stay happy from day to day. And the first thing that comes to my mind is gratitude. Gratitude is such an important thing. Uh, myself and Bal have gotten into a good habit of asking each other, what are we grateful for, um, almost on a daily basis. And, you know, I, I can't remember who said it, but you know, they said that you can't be grateful and fearful at the same time. I know Tony Robbins speaks about this a lot, but it's so true. And when you find yourself going into a moment of anxiety, of fear, or whatever that is, you know, just ask yourself, what am I grateful for? And when that comes up, you're not going to feel like all happy all of a sudden. Sometimes you'll, you'll say it through gritted teeth, but eventually through actually diving deeper into what you are grateful for, it can really take you out of that state of fear, anxiety, frustration, whatever it is, and place you back into a happy place and um, back into a state of flow. Yeah, um, thanks Craig for that introduction about that and just diving into straight away the, the gratitude aspect. Um, it's really interesting because when you when your mind starts to look for uh, things to be grateful for, then it will consciously start to try and find more things to be grateful for. And this is what in turn affects your happiness levels. But I just want to touch on, before we dive too much more deeply into the happiness aspect, I just want to dive on what we've been sold about happiness because I think this is really important and in today's world this is a big factor uh, for so many of us because we have been told that our happiness comes from materialistic things in a lot of ways or it comes from an experience such as a new pay rise, a new toy, vacation to a remote island Um, and the thing is, is this is not to say that these things are negative or that it's wrong to experience happiness from these things. However, it can be detrimental to our well-being if we become dependent on these things. And um, what's really interesting is that studies have shown that people from the poorest nations in the world have the highest levels of happiness, which is something that is 
when I first heard that, it was something that I personally found really fascinating. And I think Craig and I, though, have experienced it because we have been fortunate enough to travel a lot. When we've gone to the less fortunate countries, I've certainly seen so many examples of it, particularly in Indonesia, you know, um, where you're just seeing these families, these children running around constantly with smiles on their faces and they have barely anything. And so one of the big reasons I think that we're not having the level of happiness that we desire is because we have been told and in our society we're constantly bombarded with messages that in order to create happiness we must have the specific drink drive the specific car wear a specific brand of clothing um, and have the perfect partner and that that combination will make us magically happy however these things will make us feel good for a brief moment um, but shortly thereafter, the experience can, and the novelty can wear off. So it doesn't mean that you have to live in lack, certainly, to be happy. Marketing has just done a really great job, I think, of, of, do, of, yeah. of um, providing that for us. Absolutely. And um, it, that for them works because it makes us better consumers. But if we're aware of that, then we can actually, um, we can actually start to look at, well, what is the things in life that will make us happy make us happy and and recognize it's not from those materialistic things actually it's from the level of connection that we have it's from gratitude it's from things that are yeah not materialistic yeah absolutely and i think um as boss says you know the marketing has gone crazy on this you know i think coca-cola itself spends billions of dollars trying to link happiness with their product um, to sell it to us and we have this we've created this idea that to be happy we need more things in our life and as Bal correctly said we've traveled extensively around the world and it's those countries that have less that we've seen more happiness and you know you can go to first world countries and see kids on their ipads and they're complaining about the smallest things and you go to a place like indonesia and there's 10 kids playing with one rock in a street and they are like the most joyous kids you'll ever see you know so happiness is um it can be tangible in certain ways but you know it's it's really a state of mind and media has put so much emphasis on the fact that we we need more we we must have this and we must have that and it puts us in a state of like um Consumerism. Yeah. Consumerism, absolutely. It's <laughs> <laughs> so true. Which only sets us up for that kind of um, disaster because, like, we then create or do this dance, right? Like, where we have a, we might experience a short lived positive emotion. And I know this has happened to me in the past, um, in my early 20s, with shopping, where for a brief moment you buy something, you feel good. So you're like, oh, that felt good. And uh, this is how women become addicted to shopping. <laughs> um, and then you go home, great, you've got your new item, and then oh, now I need another new item. And that can, you, that's how a shopping addiction can actually form. Um, and that's just one example. But um, I, think, I think, you know, one of the things and one of the keys to achieving happiness is asking ourselves, why do we want to be happy? Mm. Yeah, we owe it to ourselves. Like it's like I said from the beginning, happiness is a choice, and it's up to you to be happy. You know, and mm. it's actually it's in, within your best interest to be happy. You know, the researchers have like shown that you know happiness improves your immune system. It's um, you know 
it decreases depression like happier people just tend to live longer um so we really urge ourselves to try and stay in a state of happiness um and yeah i mean another way we can do this is by simply faking a smile if necessary <laughs> you know they've, they've said that you know by faking a smile before an interview you most likely you're more likely to get a job and it's just that um it creates that chemical response which triggers you know dopamine and it actually causes you to be authentically happy so yeah. ex- use this especially when you're not happy you know when you when you are feeling frustrated or whatever like fake a smile and eventually it will turn into this this genuine happiness yeah I know that Craig does this to me sometimes when um, maybe, you know, there's a little bit of a, uh, a different, we're having some differences or something's going on and he'll maybe give me a little poke and a little smile and through gritted teeth, the smile comes out and it does, it turns into a genuine heartfelt smile. And um, the reason, the reason that doing this and, and smiling, even when you don't feel like it has to, you have that yeah, even when you don't feel like you can, is that simply your brain doesn't know the difference. And that's why you still respond and you still have those chemical responses when you're smiling because the brain doesn't know the difference between a real or a fake smile. So getting to some practice of just smiling, whether you're really happy or not, like walk around the house and smile and you'll actually increase your level of happiness. And it will make everybody else happy. That sees you. (laughs) Exactly, which is really, really cool. Um, And the other thing is that Happiness is a, uh, a recipe for creating success in everything you do. So, you know, there is no better other reason than to be happy than knowing, well, if I choose to be happy, it doesn't just create success in one area of my life. It creates success in all areas of your life, relationships, career, within yourself. So choose to find happiness and joy. And some of the ways that, you know, you can do this, um, we spoke about gratitude and, and, and about, you know, that being an important aspect. But grab a, get a gratitude journal and make that a part of your, your daily practice, just finding things that you can be joyful and, and happy about. Another thing we <laughs> love to do is um, watching something funny. Uh, whether it be some funny YouTube clips or Instagram tip, um, Instagram reels or videos, babies, puppies, kittens, something that makes you feel internally happy is going to help up level your level of joy and happiness. And I think the other cool one to do is find the connection with your inner child. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Yeah, it's, um, you know, just remind yourself, what made you happy when you were a child? I mean, chances are those are still going to make you happy now. I mean, we, we just, I mean, Bowl and I are so childish. <laughs> you know, we still play, we have fun, we laugh, we like, you know, and we schedule time for that because it's important to us, you know, and we understand, like Bowl said, like it's happiness is just going to create success in all areas of your life. Mm-hmm. So we owe to ourselves to make time for that. And um, whatever that is for you, um, you know, help trigger that. If it's just as simple as going for a walk, um, if it's, you know, phoning a friend, whatever it may be. Uh, another great one is just connection with other people in the form of like, it just touch or like, you know, intimacy is just, um, it, it's so good to just, you know, get a hug from somebody or mm. like whatever it is. It's just intimacy is just a beautiful way to trigger that happiness as well. Mm. Um, play the, play with someone's dog. 
Oh, animals, yeah, animals, that's a big one. <laughs> animals are a great one. And you know what? There's been studies and research done that um, people who have animals also tend to have like lower rates of depression, lower rates of disease and illness as well. Wow. So that's a pretty that's a pretty good incentive for getting a dog or for playing with a dog. And, and you know, put a song on, dance, dance, be silly, have fun. Like we said, get back into that childlike um, nature and and you these are just some great ways to really just start to enhance the level of joy and happiness within your life yeah i mean there's so many um different things that could trigger it and it's different for everybody so we, we i mean we could go through a long list but i mean mm. those are some of them um but let's get into like the principles of happiness you know um and these will help you just you know be more mindful of how to create happiness, why it's important, and how to stay clear of being unhappy, you know. Mm. And uh, number one is to just let go of expectations, you know. Um, so many of us go through life expecting our lives to be a certain way, and it causes us to be unhappy because we're expecting something that's, um, you know, it doesn't matter. Just let go of any expectation of where you're supposed to be right now and just like bring yourself back to the moment. Um, as soon as you do that, you immediately going to be um, so much happier. Just like let go of the idea that things need to be a perfect way. Um, this is a big thing for me because I'm a perfectionist in a lot of ways. But sometimes it's better to just be imperfect. You know. Mm. Yeah, expectations. Um, you know that we we all put expectations on on certain things, and these need to be positive rather than negative. But if you get too attached to the ideas of your expectations, whether they are positive or negative, it can set yourself up for disappointment. So um, in this in the example of this is I'll only be happy when I have X, Y, or Z. And unfortunately, by putting that out there, you're putting a really hard expectation to be met on yourself. And it doesn't mean that you go and you let go of any dreams or intentions or things that you may have. You can still have these. But once you have created that dream or that intention, let go of it and let go of the how that this will happen. And I'm going to give a little example just here of myself. Um, When I first left Australia um, 12 years ago, 10 years ago now, um, I left Australia and I decided that I was going to go and I was going to join the yachting industry and... At the time, there was no jobs in the field of work that I was in. So I was a physiotherapist. Um, I was also a massage therapist and a personal trainer and Pilates instructor. And I said, when I left Australia, I was like, I don't know how long I'm going to be gone. You know, I'm going to go overseas. I'm going to get a job on one of these luxurious yachts. And eventually, like, I'm going to be employed as somebody's personal trainer, somebody's physiotherapist, and that I'm going to travel the world that way. Now, like I said, there was when I joined the industry, there wasn't any jobs like that. I let go of that expectation. I didn't get attached to the idea of it. I left it on my CV. Lo and behold, I was contacted for a job where they created a position for me exactly for that because the owner had seen it and decided, wow, I didn't know that there were people out there that could do that and I could have this. So that's a really, I think that's a really good example um, of just letting go of an expectation and then allowing it to come to you and just being free of any idea of how it will happen and understanding it'll come doesn't don't know that it's going to come in the way that i think or when i think but it will come yeah 
Awesome. And then, um, yeah, going on to number two, which is create purpose from experiences. And this just goes down to the simple fact that, you know, whatever experiences we've had or are having in life are exactly meant to be. And if we don't take the moment to appreciate that, mm. then, um, you know, bad experiences for example they're just going to keep repeating themselves until you've learned the lesson that you're supposed to learn what resists persists you know and um we find this a lot in like relationships for example people manifest the same bad relationship (laughs) over and over again and they never learn from it because you know the same because they haven't learned that lesson this the lesson keeps on appearing you know so like all experiences good or bad are opportunities to learn and grow and Mm. if we can just like turn those like curses into blessings we can appreciate those lessons um in every experience Mm, i love that um and the number three principle of happiness i've already touched on it before but just want to say it again is just appreciate the little things um it's it's one of the the most powerful ways for you to improve your life and to improve your level of happiness so like i said journal um, or just think of speak to your partner that's a good practice to get into if you've got kids as well maybe over the dinner table or something like that ask them like kids like what are three things you're grateful for that happened today and they don't need to be big things like for the kids it might be i got to play my favorite game at school um, at lunchtime with my friends Uh, you know i and for the adults, it might be that I got to I got to buy the food that we, we really love and make a really nice meal today because we can afford that. And mm. yeah. to, it doesn't need to be big things, just little things. Or I, I got to wake up this morning and go for a walk before work. Yeah. Now, just change your perspective of how you see things. Like, really see the good in all those moments, you know. Mm. Um, appreciate every little thing. It's so funny. I'll share a quick story. Um, I was driving around town with uh, my friend the one day, and um, it was up in Johannesburg, South Africa. And there's a bunch of these guys, like homeless guys, that they push these trolleys and they collect scrap metal so that they can take it to the scrapyard and get cash for it. But, um, there was one guy, like I was driving, like we were on our way somewhere and this homeless guy was pushing this trolley like right in the middle of the road and it just triggered me, man. I was just like, I was literally about to, you know, like lose my cool and say something like to, to my friend in the passenger seat. And before I could say something, he said, you, you know what's interesting? I was like, through gritted teeth. I was like, yes, what? Say what you're going to say. He's like, you know, like one day I really wish that if I, I had some extra time, I could like park my car on the side of the road and, and help one of these guys push those trolleys, man. Because it's they do that all day, you know, how tiring it must be. And like, I'd really love to help them. And wow, that just shut me up. Eh? I was like, wow. It was just such a different perspective on some, something that like, you know, could have been, I could have gone on about that for the next hour you know how it frustrated me it could have created a story in my head and ruined my day but by looking at it differently it it managed to actually create a moment of such joy and happiness Mm. and um we can do those in the smallest of moments and um yeah i just implore you to just try and look at things differently and really appreciate the small things like even just the air in your lungs you know Mm, yeah that i'm breathing that that i'm walking yeah, these, these small, small things are definitely 
the higher the level of gratitude you can have, the higher the level of happiness. So just find a way to be grateful for things within your day. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, number four, be present. Wow. Um, <laughs> too many of us just go through life without being present enough. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many examples of this, but I like to say you're not too early, you're not too late, you are exactly where you need to be. You know, change the story that you're telling yourself that you know you t- like it's it's it goes for like a lot of people, for example, you're stuck in traffic and you're supposed to be somewhere and now you're getting all frustrated because you like you're thinking about the future about you know what might happen you're creating this whole story where in actual fact you can't do anything about the moment Mm. you know just be present realize that you're stuck in traffic you're not going anywhere so just appreciate it you know turn on the radio listen to music realize that you've got some extra time that just for yourself to look around and you know yeah appreciate the small things exactly otherwise we just you wish the what you wish your life away without actually enjoying the little moments and those gaps in between your day and those gaps that punctuate your day are so important to slowing you down you know and to just allowing you to just take that time just to be you know we we live in a very rushed world and we are multitaskers we don't um our brain now you know the amount of time we can concentrate is so limited and so yeah when you get stuck in traffic or something like that sit like Craig said and look out the window or put a podcast on or daydream or just just or just be present but don't think about worrying about the future um, and also not worrying about the past because these are these are two things that will just get you nowhere. And what is that thing that you've said to me before? Just about sitting on a rock, a rocking chair. <laughs> That's something that my friend told me. I think it was like back when I was in high school, and I was like worrying about exams or something. And my best friend at the time turned around and said, "You know, worrying's like a rocking chair. It's something to do, but it gets you nowhere." Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so be present, guys. All right. Number five is to develop intimate relationships. And when I say develop intimate relationships, I'm not talking about just with, or we're not talking about just with your significant other. We're talking about developing intimate relationships with your family and friends, like really taking the time to connect with them, to have deep and meaningful conversations, to laugh with them, to be childlike with them. (laughs) That's why people who are, um, you know, from poorer nations and from developing countries tend to have that's one of the big reasons that they have high levels of happiness they connect with their family and friends they spend a lot of time with their family and friends connecting and talking and laughing and dancing and that's what makes us joyful so yeah really developing and, and being mindful of the relationships you're in and, and in saying that it's it's also just be careful of who you surround yourself with surround yourself as much as possible with positive relationships now that can be easier said than done right absolutely (laughs) we get to choose our friends we don't get to choose our family and we can also have friends that are negative too but it's just being mindful that um it's your responsibility to choose happiness so if the people that you're surrounding yourself with are not being positive or lifting you up 
take a moment, punctuate it, catch them out, call them out, you know, remind them of, of, of me. And you've, Craig's done it to me before. Um, when I'm going on in a little bit of a negative spiral or something's going down or wrong, he's like, whoa, hold on. Tell me three things you're grateful for. And he, that's what he says to me. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I want to punch him. Because <laughs> we're, you know, but no one's perfect here. We're all on this journey of life, right? But it catches you out. And the more time somebody can call you out in that moment, the more self-awareness that brings as well. And that brings me to the other point is being mindful of your own attitude and how you're showing up around your friends. Um, so yeah, me personally, I, I, I don't get offended if I get called out on being negative and being down or being, you know, not being in the best frame of mind, um, because it actually does remind me to stop, check myself and, and switch it around. Yeah. You owe it to those people in your life, those friends, those families, those intimate relationships in your life. You owe it to them to be honest, be upfront with them and tell them, like call them out when they're not being, um, authentic or who they should be like i mean not according to you according to uh, you know who they say they are and um you know you wouldn't want to be in an environment with some strangers where you know some random person's calling you out um so you know you would want your friends and family to tell you Mm -hmm. to you know keep in check so do that for your friends and family and understand that yeah, family, like, you can't choose. But friends are the family that you do choose. And you are the average of your five best mm. friends or at least the five people that you spend the most time with. So be conscious of that. You know, choose wisely. Spend the time with people that are conducive to the lifestyle that you want to create. And also understand that you are one of those five best friends to somebody else. Mm. So, you know, act in alignment with your, like, authentic self and be the best person for them. And in, mm. like... In the whole point of view of this this podcast on happiness, you know, be happy. Yeah, you know? lift them up, raise them up. Yeah, be be that person that everybody just wants to be around because you make them happy. You know, mm. if you always the person that comes to somebody with problems, sooner or later you're going to become the exactly. problem. Exactly, and I think one of Craig, one of Craig's best traits actually, and I love this about him. Just just giving my hubby a bit of a spiel here. I mean, this he loves this anyway. But <laughs> is is his ability to really give people positive affirmations and really lift them up and you know it's one of craig's top love languages is to have positive affirmation but he also gives that gives that as a as a part of his love and i i just love seeing the looks on our friends faces on family members faces when craig gives that positive compliment because he does so in such an authentic heartfelt beautiful way that you immediately see the energy of this person change you see the smile on that person's face and it's it's beautiful to experience and witness so be that person for your friends you know start to give them compliments if you think that and not just friends strangers if you think someone looks nice tell them because that's also really cool hey when you tell someone or you give someone a compliment that they look nice or nice smile or you say something you just see them puff their chest up and and you've made someone's day and then in turn because you see that you're like oh they really appreciated that yeah thank you for that Hmm. um yeah it just made me think about you know hollywood has ruined relationships in some ways because of this um the context of infidelity and you know there's so much like cheating and infidelity that like 
people are not trustworthy and um you know in their relationships they're untrusting a lot of the times i'm saying this because Bal and I have a very trustworthy relationship where I can tell other women that I think they look beautiful and it's not a like it's not a weird thing it's mm. not like you know but I'm also the kind of guy that tells my friends that I love them and you know I'm a very <laughs> open them. person and like I'm a very affectionate person but I think it's just so nice to be able to tell other people that you know yeah like Bal said like I love what you're wearing or like you look beautiful today you smell nice whatever it is it just yeah. Find the good. Yeah, it's just such a beautiful thing. Because, mm. I mean, wouldn't it feel nice if somebody did that to you? Yeah. I was wondering where you were going with that just then, but <laughs> good point. Okay, number six is um, have a spiritual path. And, and when we say have a spiritual path, a spiritual path is simply just having something that gives more meaning to your life. And it helps you think about life from a higher perspective. Um, And whether that be a purely spiritual or religious path or whether it be a combination of both, people who live and lead spiritual or religious or combination of these paths um, have higher levels of happiness. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, the spiritual path doesn't have Mm. to be religious or, you know, some voodoo or some like practice that you do like all the time. It's just spending time with yourself you know just Mm. uh, like meditation or just going for a walk or just being present like we said you know Mm. it's just um spirituality it's got you know people think of it in a con like some kind of woo-woo context sometimes where all it really means is just um yeah just being in the moment and having something to live for Mm. and um when i think about this there's two examples that i think of that um you know, quite nice examples that it's not related to necessarily a spiritual practice, so to speak, or religion, um, is surfing and like getting outdoors in nature, hiking. You know, it's that connection with nature that allows you to think about life from a higher perspective that puts you into connection. Yeah. And yeah, I've, I've certainly felt it when I've been out there surfing and I don't surf. Um, but there's this this connection with nature this oneness and no thanks for bringing that up I think um, sorry to cut you off but yes surfing for me it's just it's such an incredible sport for me because I've said this to Bald you know it's it's exercise it's social but Mm. at its core it's it's spiritual for me man Mm. when I'm sitting out there between the sets you know just waiting for a wave and I've got that time by myself you know feeling the, the the current and just being out there, being present, it's it's a beautiful moment. Mm. And we have these in our day-to-day lives and it might be different for you. You know, maybe it might be if you, you ride motorbikes and you're just yeah, you know, exactly. riding down the road and you've got the wind in your hair or whatever it may be. It's those moments where you just, you feel that pure bliss, that feel pure alive. joy. Yeah. yeah, I definitely can say, well, maybe not motorbikes, but scooters in Indonesia. I did, I like this, like, <laughs> it just takes you back. Yeah. And I was like a little kid on that scooter. Um, but just another thing that I just thought of as well, uh, you, when you're thinking of spiritual path, yoga's become very mainstream these days, and um, the the practice of yoga itself was never about movement. Um, and I think some people, you know, some people are really like, okay, it, yoga has gotten a little bit egotistical and is it has become very, what would the word be? Um, 
very much about the ego in what you do in yoga rather than the practice of yoga itself but yoga is a form of spiritual practice and just moving the body and just connecting with the body and um yeah, I hope that makes sense. No, yeah, I think what you're trying to say is like, I think people have gone caught up in like, oh, I can do this pose. And exactly, like, pose. exactly. <clears throat> when it's actually, excuse me, it's actually a form of self-expression, you know, mm. and, you know, just open movements and time with yourself. And it's actually a very beautiful spiritual practice. Mm, yeah. And it's just a time to slow down, right? Yeah. Um, it's a time to slow down, to maybe go within, to connect with your body. And, and that's that's how it's a form of, of spiritual practice, um, so mm. to speak. And the final point that we want to talk about or final principle of happiness is simply accept you for you. Make peace with yourself. Um, in our last episode, we spoke a lot about forgiveness. But forgiving yourself is one of the greatest gifts that you can give yourself to really accept you for who you are. Okay, and it's not about um, beating yourself up for not being a certain way. It's about recognizing that there's parts of you that maybe you genuinely want to improve. There's parts of you or things that you have done that you're not exactly happy with, but you can forgive that and move on. And it's simply accepting that right now, maybe you're not living the life that you thought you would be, but that's okay. Because you are exactly where you need to be and it's acknowledging that and just simply accepting you for you and where you are. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said earlier, you know, you're not too, excuse me, you're not too early, you're not too late, you're exactly where you need to be and Mm -hmm. like you are perfectly positioned in your world to offer exactly what other people need from you. So stop putting yourself down, you know. Um, Mm. A lot of people you know i think they bully themselves because they put themselves in this box that you know they, they're not this and they're not that but you are you um <laughs> actually i think it's that, what's that? Oh, it's dr, dr. Seuss. seuss quote uh you you are you that's truer than true there's no one in the world that's you than you <laughs> yeah. um but yeah i mean like it's it's true like you are like you are the best version of yourself i mean or striving to be but you know you're exactly where and who you're supposed to be so just accept that and don't Mm. try and be anybody that you're not um yeah yeah just get yourself get yourself to a better place with your relationship with yourself first and foremost you know um uh, there's there's, we live in a society as well with too much comparisonitis and i think that's what i was kind of almost um, referring to with yoga it has become a comparisonitis about maybe your poses and things that you do rather than the simple practice of actually doing doing it um, so if you focus on actually getting yourself to a better place removing the comparison accepting exactly where you're at then you just find that inner peace that inner happiness with you and the result of that which is really cool is as you find the acceptance within yourself you find that people around you can find that acceptance within themselves okay because the happier that you are and the more at peace with you are that radiates out that shines Mm. and the more that you start to attract people like that in your life and the more that you attract relationships like that in your life and you become more conscious and of what's surrounding you and the happier you can be so i think i think in wrapping up just ask yourself 
what happiness can look like for you or what does happiness look like for you contemplate some of the principles that we've said here today maybe choose like one or two of the things hey maybe choose one or two of the things that you could do to just start to bring a level of happiness into your life especially today yeah and i think just touching that last point of acceptance is uh you know accepting yourself is just it's so attractive and like you know to Mm. see somebody that has every reason to complain and they are just completely confident and happy with their circumstance it's just so encouraging it's motivating it's inspiring it's just it, it creates it gives you the motivation to be better in every way so i mean just strive to to be happy um no mm, matter what make that it a is. choice yeah at the end of the day it is it's, <laughs> it's, your, it's your choice <laughs> it's your choice make it a choice yeah. to be happy you don't have to listen to this at all you don't have to be happy i'm not gonna force you <laughs> exactly um, but we hope you guys yeah. have enjoyed this episode we have loved chatting about happiness i know that chatting about happiness has certainly had a smile on my face for this <laughs> yeah. for, for the entire time um thinking about it and thinking about all the things i have to be happy for so thanks for tuning in with us today guys we'll see you in the next one